Thanks for tuning into another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. Hey everyone, it's your girl Crystal. Hey everybody, it's Tanisha. Welcome to another episode of She Laughs. We missed you guys. It's only been a week. I missed y'all. Even though y'all don't talk back. I missed y'all. Anyways. (laughs) Alrighty then. Okay. Alright then. So. We're going to delve into a, um, I'm not even going to say much talked about topic. It is in a certain way. No, yes, it is. It is. Um, I've I've heard it a few times. Mostly, uh, how can I put this? Christian affiliate sites more so than the church. I can see that. Yes, I can see that. Church doesn't really talk about this topic that we're going to delve into. I wish they did. Yes, it would certainly help the body. All right, the saints, it would help the saints. Help the saints. <laughs> All right, because we out here struggling. No, just playing. Um, so, T, what are we talking about? We are talking about masturbation. Um, more specifically, is it okay to masturbate? Mm. Yeah, so that's why I, w- I would love if more churches would have the conversation of it. Notice I said conversation yes not just preaching a sermon but actually have conversations about it panels all that good stuff yes yeah it'd be better um i think it'd be more helpful if they did definitely so because for some reason us church folks think that um sex is bad I mean, yes, absolutely. Um, Especially if you grew up heavily churched, um, you did think sex was bad. Especially if you were a girl yes, and heavily churched, you automatically thought sex was bad Um, from a very young age. (laughs) That it was bad and it was only for a specific purpose and that was it. Yes, basically. That was it. That was it. Um, So to be able to talk about this freely um because in my opinion the enemy has definitely distorted sex yeah distorted the context and he is winning the game when it comes to the conversation yeah he's dominating it so well because he 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 has areas where it's always brought up that's why i said the church needs to be involved with it yes don't don't shy away from it because not Sex is not just lust. Oh, child, I wish more people would get that because they don't. It is not they just. Do, to them, they think <laughs> sex is lust. And that the, y'all, for some reason, y'all make them synonymous when they, it, it says sex can be lustful, but it is not lust. You can lust over lots of things that yes, have nothing can. to do with sex. Yes, child. Ooh, matter of fact, oh, wordsmith. Let me look up what lust is. Hold on. Really? Honestly? Yes. Uh, I'm sure they're going to mention sex in the dictionary. Yes. They're going to. But no, that is not its its sole definition. But that's the only one we gravitate to. Because it's just easier to think that way. Whether than to realize that you can lust over food. You can lust over money. You can lust over status and title. Uh it's a lot of things you can lust over. So, it's it's just a desire. 
Uh, that's exactly what it is. It's, so the definition of lust, you have three. Is the first one, of course, it does usually intense or unbridled sexual desire. Um, also an intense longing or craving, enthusiasm, eagerness, admired his lust for life. We say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Um, or pleasure and delight. So. It's a strong desire. Strong desire. And you can desire many things. For anything, people. So. Yeah. All right. But we're going to get off that. (laughs) That's just to to bring it up. We've got to change the conversation around around sex. And and we're starting with masturbation. So. So basically, everybody wants to know. Yes or no. Yes or no. Bottom line. (laughs) Can I? Can't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? May I? May I not? <laughs> That's what everyone wants to know about Still masturbation. the tea. <laughs> and I, I hate to burst everyone's bubble. There is not a clear, concise, direct yeah. answer. I'm going to let you take about five seconds to get that. Pause for a moment of silence, please. Yeah. And we're back. Sorry. Um, there's not, <laughs> there, that is not a yes or no uh, question. Yes. Um, so what we're going to really dive into is why it's not a yes or no question and what makes, what would make it a yes and or what would make it a no. Yes. Um, and I want to start off with saying, I hope you listen to our conviction episode yes um because that's gonna be mentioned quite a bit yeah um here and um that was the whole point of having the episode first before we talked um about masturbation because really honestly the the three things you have to think about when it comes to that is um biblical mandate conviction and preference yep those are the three things when it comes to not just masturbation, but anything, actually. <laughs> um, biblical mandate. So biblical mandate literally means um, it's in the Bible. Yes. Um, it is a charge um, or, or command given in the Bible. Like you can pull up the scripture for it. You can pull up the receipts. Date. There you go. Okay. Okay. So conviction, again, like we said in the last episode, is more of a prompting or, yes. or, um, a urging of the oh, Holy thank you. Spirit. A urging by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. Preference is simply that it's a whim. It's your emotions, what you want to do, what you don't want to do. Yes. Basically it's choice. That's, that's exactly what preference what it is. is. Okay. So it's either the Bible says it, the Holy Spirit said it, or, or you want to do it or not do it or not. That's really it, right? So, I'm going to talk about the first one, because, and I'll let, I'll let Crystal do the next, because, yeah. So, biblical mandate. Nowhere in the Bible is there a scripture that says it is wrong or right to masturbate. Yeah. There is not one. Nowhere now, the one or the two that I'm going to bring up, I have heard 
um, be used in sermons saying that you should not masturbate. But the scripture doesn't say that. Okay. <laughs> so context um, people. Con- <laughs> Jesus, we talk about that all the time. You got to Basically it's context. it's Genesis um chapter 38 verses 9 and 10. I'm not even going to read it cuz y'all will be like, "What?" Okay. So basically the context of this is Judah has a son named um on, oh my God, what is how can I pronounce his name? Onan, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong because you know biblical names. And Onan had a brother who died and he was going to have sex basically with his brother's wife. Mm-hmm. It's something they traditionally did, so don't roll your eyes at it. It's in the Bible quite a lot. Thank you. It's how you keep on lineage, right? Onan did not want to do this. So instead of having sex with his sister-in-law he spilled his seed on the ground yes i think we all know what seed (laughs) i am referring to okay so in that text it says that god was displeased at him for doing that lord laptops technology sorry guys so sound off i have heard again Ministers and preachers use that as saying God was upset because he spilled his seed on the ground. That's why you're not supposed to masturbate. That's that no. is not one in the same. That and, Lord, I am rolling my eyes so hard. And right I'm dead now. serious. That they took that that context and used it to say you shouldn't masturbate. It wasn't the act. It was the reason behind that that is why god was displeased he wasn't displeased just because he simply spilled his semen on the ground that's not this it was (laughs) thanks (laughs) thanks i know okay so that 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 right there is is no that's why context is important that's why reading your bible for yourself is important um because we would rather our ministers or our pastors or our bishops or our apostles or whoever give us biblical mandate instead of reading it for ourselves. Cause I know most people say, well, my pastor said that I shouldn't read it for yourself. What verse was it? Do you remember the verse that he said? And everything in that sermon? No, I just remember what he said. Oh, okay. Well, if you can't remember the verse in the biblical. Cause I'm sure he gave you. Yes. I hope. And I hope he encouraged you to read it for yourself. If he didn't, that's a problem in and of itself in a totally different episode. Yeah, we'll get Um, to that one. One day. (laughs) But, yes, it is technically, well, yes, it's not a biblical mandate. Mm -hmm. It's just nowhere in there. So so that's why people are kind of hazy and fuzzy about this topic. That's why, once again, it's so important that y'all read. Because this is nowhere in the Bible. Um, when So I'll go into the next one. Because this leads right into conviction. Which is why I said God was not upset with him for the act. He was upset right. because of his reason behind the act. Which was, I'm not going to have sex with my husband's wife because I don't want to. When in those days and times, the reasons that they did 
continue to or marry the sister-in-law and take them as a wife is so that the lineage could continue and the family legacy and line could continue on. Um, And so he was stepping out of line is what he was doing all because he didn't want to. That is what God was upset with. So when it comes to conviction, when it comes to this, you have to understand what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. Because once again, it's not clear cut in the Bible. Um, Also, you have to understand what reason are you doing the act for. So is there a spirit of lust behind it? Mm -hmm. Um, Because if there is, then I would say... That's a clear sign, no, okay? Um, Because now that's an open door for sin. Yes. Okay? But you have to understand, what is the Holy Spirit prompting you to do? Is it a serious thing? Like, is it something that you have to do every single day, day in and day out, five or six times a day? You might have a problem. Because now you're not talking about just masturbation. You're talking about... Um, a sexual, uh, I almost want to say demon. Um, yeah, really, that's, yeah, that's good. That's um, good. that you're dealing with, um, because you just have to have it. It's almost like an addiction. Mm. Um, and so in that regard, once again, okay, now I need to get this under control. If it's, it's something that God and the Holy Spirit can come to you and say to you right now, cut it off and you have an issue with it, guess what? It needs to be cut off. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have a problem with it, because there's plenty of things where God knows he's like, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. So if you told me to give this up today, I'm good. I'll drop it. Yeah. That's really what God is really asking for is to know your heart concerning the matter. And usually when he wants to know your heart concerning the matter, he knows that it's a heart issue. Yes. So that's why. Um, I heard this viewed um, or discussed by, by a podcast. I don't remember where I heard it. Um, they said basically you need to ask yourself, is it a vehicle or a tool? Yeah. Those are two different things. I can see a that. vehicle means it's taking you somewhere or from something. A tool is something you use when needed and then you're done. So that is the question. Is masturbation a vehicle? Yep. Or is it a tool? So if it's a vehicle, what does that mean? Um, like I said, it's taking you somewhere or from something. So do you masturbate to feel better? Um, are you doing it in moments of loneliness? Are you doing it because you have such a high sexual drive, which again is a heart issue bleeding or talking about something else? Mm-hmm. Um, are you doing it in moments where besides just being alone moments where these are times where you could be spending time with God? Mm, that's good. So that's what I mean by a vehicle. It's taking you somewhere or from something. A tool could be simply as you went out with some friends, you saw something, it kind of got you hot and bothered. You masturbated real quick to to get over Mm -hmm. that feeling and then you're done. Yep. That's the difference between a tool and a vehicle. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
And I mean, guys, I've shared before when we talked about sex, how God and the Holy Spirit was dealing with me. Um, because what T is talking about, about spending more time with him, is it taking from that and just hearing worship songs? (laughs) And once again, every time that I tried and I realized, okay, he wants to spend time with me. So let's not do that. But that was my own personal conviction. Yeah. That wasn't something that was biblically based or, or something like that. It was literally the Holy Spirit convincing me, I don't need you to do this at this time. I need you to use this time to get closer to me. Yeah. So. Yes. So that's why it's, it's important to know if it's a conviction. And if it is, and you don't follow that conviction, you have sinned. Yes. It doesn't have to be in the Bible for it to be considered a sin. Period. It just doesn't. Um. It'd make it easier, but yes, it that's not the case. <laughs> and um, growth isn't easy. So, yeah, if it's if it's conviction and you do it anyway, it's a sin. Um, what I don't like is how the church will say, well, we don't like it because it brings on porn. No, what? not necessarily. That is not, um, no. They have the idea on, and, and misconception that, you need porn in order to mo- masturbate. No. Not the case. <laughs> you don't need a book. Nope. You don't need a video. <laughs> you, you All you need is your imagination. You need your imagination <laughs> and, and, and a hand and or device. <laughs> Sorry. We're getting real with y'all. So. I'm just being honest. Just that's be that's honest. all it needs. That's all Period. you need. Your imagination. <laughs> and then they, so you have to be thinking about a certain person. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, you could just think about a scenario. You, there you go. Um, (laughs) then they say, well, you have to be thinking, um, well, what if someone is, or you gotta be thinking about somebody other than your spouse. I'll give it like that. Not necessarily either. You can really be thinking about your spouse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's very, um, ignorant to say, I'm just going to say it like that because we have so many Christians who their spouses are overseas for long periods of time. Yes. So to say that for me to do that and I'm thinking of someone other than my spouse, very naive. It's very naive. And judgmental. It's, and it's extremely judgmental. <laughs> Especially those that assume that you have to have or you need porn in order to masturbate. Yes. No. Now, maybe you do, which is why you don't like it. But No. It is not necessary. It's yeah. not a necessity. And it does not contribute to the porn world. No, it doesn't. But again, they're naive, but so they don't know. I can see the naive part, especially if you were raised to believe that um, exploring your body and learning what you like and don't like, um, it's my body. So I can kind of touch and feel and see what is going on with with me. Very true. Um, and so if we're always raised to have shame, especially as women, women yes. around our body, um, then for the idea for me to touch it, like I've seen women who even were shocked to take a mirror and look down there. Yes. Just to check and make sure 
everything is okay. okay. They don't. And they're like, they're why would you do wrong. that? I'm not supposed to look at it. And it's, no, you, you shouldn't feel ashamed about your body and how it operates. The last I heard, I was beautifully and wonderfully made. He made everything good on me. So if something is going on with my body, the first person who should know something about it should be you. Hello. It's on your person. <laughs> um, so I was really amazed and I'm a health professional. So I'm always going to make sure I check everything, make sure I'm checking my breasts to make sure they're tender, make sure I'm checking down there to make sure everything is decent and in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I was really shocked at the level of shame, just pure unadulterated shame around knowing our body. Yes, simply knowing it. Yes. Someone telling you to look at it, it's like, I don't, mm-mm, I don't, mm-mm. So, I can understand if you grew up under that, you automatically assuming that masturbation is wrong. You don't even want to look at yourself, much less. <laughs> touch it. So, But believe it or not, there are some who touch it without looking. Because they, they do, and they do it shamefully. And uh, that that is what God doesn't want. That spirit of condemnation, dear God. It's not of God, y'all. It, he doesn't, really he doesn't want you to be ashamed. He invented sex. He created your body to function the way it does. Yes. The only function of the clitoris is an orgasm. There, that's what God made it to do. There is no other function. In other words, that's what it's supposed to do. It was supposed to be enjoyable. That's That's it. That's it. And and there are people who are married in Christian relationships and marriages who later and 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 have sex Sealy style and I'm just not doing that. <laughs> Dear Lord, not Sealy. Yes. Sealy. Sealy <laughs> with Missy just climb on top of me. We're not doing that. No, that is We're not doing we're not doing not that. What you, child, oh Lord. We're not doing that. But they woman, have so much woman shame. Of God. They have so much shame attached to their own body that they think I'm supposed to lay here and we just supposed to have children. That's it. Dear God. No. And no, that is, that's basic. And that, and that to me is why I wish the church would have conversations and not spew condemnation about it because that's really what they're doing. Cause now you have children who don't know their bodies Right. And because your parent is too afraid to teach you what your body is. No, my children will not have a nickname for their private parts. They will know yes. penis and vagina. Please. We, we don't even want to tell them the correct word for their anatomy. No. You know, my pee-pee. Yeah. No. Penis, heart. vagina. No. Let they, them know. Sh- they should know these things. But somebody goes, well, I don't want to. You don't, uh, you don't even understand that you're teaching your child to be ashamed of yes. their body. Yes. And that is what the enemy wants them to be ashamed of yes. their body. Because if I can get you to teach them that it's bad, then I can, when they get a natural urge, mm-hmm. then I can use that to put a stronghold in their life. Yes. It'll make them feel like it's not their own. Yes. Constant shame, constant fear of being found out constant self-inflicted condemnation and so now i have them on this hamster wheel for a while until they get a word of knowledge yep 
to break that stronghold. That's what's going to happen. Yes. So yes. we've got to do better teaching this next generation. Yes. So the last point is preference. Do you want to, do you not? Yeah. I, I mean, if you don't want to, don't. Nobody's pressuring you to no, or to no not. One is, there is no pressure there. You are not looked upon as if something is wrong with you. No. If you don't masturbate. No. Nor should you be looked upon like something's wrong with you if you do. Yes. That is between you and God, and hopefully you've had that conversation with him about it. About why you're doing it, why you're not doing it, all of that. Yes. So. That's, that's, that's. But I, I think where my issue comes in is when I hear people trying to push their preferences onto others. Yes. It becomes a huge issue for me. Because then I go back and I'm like, well, first of all, you took that scripture out of context and manipulated it in such a way to where you made other women continue to walk in shame. Mm-hmm. Um, T and I was talking about this the other day as we were talking and it was, um, who was it that you came across? Some lady in the body of Christ. Um, discussing oral sex with her partner. Oh, yeah. I don't want to put nobody on blast. And yeah. <laughs> We're just going to say she's prominent. She's a very, very prominent um, um, In figure. the Atlanta area, I'll give you that much. Yes. Um, that said that it is wrong yes. to do that with your spouse. With your spouse. She was specifically saying spouse. It is wrong for oral sex to happen between you and your spouse. Receiving and no giving. She said it's incorrect. Lord, uh, uh, women of God, Lord, Fanika friend, I would love to meet you one day. Some of y'all is boring in the bedroom. Yes, is I y'all is boring. Um, uh, and I know I'm not supposed to know some of this stuff because I am still single. Lord has saved me from such things. But however, um, when I read my Bible, the Bible says the bedroom is undefiled. The marriage bed. The marriage bed is undefiled. Um, if you choose not to do that with your husband. That is fine. That's fine. It doesn't talk about that in the Bible. It just says sex. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. It does not, spec- it does not specify oral sex, anal sex, it don't, sex, sex. It don't, don't say nothing about that. It, it just not. says sex. Um... And that your body belongs to your husband and his belongs to you. Yes. So that's also where I feel like we need to have a conversation because women are like, well, my body is just made for my husband. His is made for me too. Yes. <laughs> I have urges, God-given urges, that I expect my husband to fulfill. At least I fall out of line. Yeah. Because we forget that men ain't the only people that cheat. Uh, yeah yes ma'am <laughs> women do too because women actually have urges you ma'am lovely woman that you are may not have the same urges as your sister counterpart because you're not of the same makeup Very you don't true. have the same spouse that is aligned and assigned to her so her sexual urges or desire may be that to match that of her future mate no one thinks about that. No one talks about that either. Okay. Yes. So you guys, God will, will make 
your <laughs> sexual urge match that of your spouse. So he very well has the capability to do that. Yes. Or to pray it on yourself to get you in the mood to meet your spouse when he is in the urge or in the mood. I don't understand this whole, um, there, there's two ways of looking at it too. You have some women that tell their husbands no consistently. We'll even say, and I've heard this, well, I gave you two children. We're done. Mm. Um, it don't take all of that. Now our, our responsibilities is done because one they have that, that goes back to shame about their own body. Um, and feeling like they're disgusting and they don't like all of the feelings that come with it because they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, then on the flip side, I have some women who say it in such a condom, con- condescending type of way. Well, you know, my husband, my body's for my husband. I can't tell him no. And I'm like, but you say it as if it's a chore more so than it is something that you are enjoying. Yeah. With your husband. Yeah, they do say it like that. As if you you say it like, first off, he does not want a dead fish. Let me just say that. He don't want no dead fish. He don't want you to just lay there because, well, the Bible says my body is not mine, so I'm supposed to just lay here. And if that is what you're thinking, I really need you to seriously get a relationship. I need you to seriously get a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yes. I need y'all to commune as friends. Yes. Because that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You need to get down to the issue of why you feel that that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. What's I- going on with you? Find that out. Because dead fish is not attractive. No, it it literally, I as Miss Seely, I wouldn't want to be a wife. No. <laughs> I most certainly wouldn't want to be a wife. And I love how Pastor Todd explained it. He was like, when it comes to the marriage bedroom with my spouse, it is a form of worship. It, it is, is. It is pleasing to God. This is where we become one. And he sees his creation doing the thing that he created to, to do. Have y'all not seen nature? It's everywhere. Yeah, sex is all the nature. <laughs> It's everywhere, okay? It's everywhere. <laughs> so I don't understand why you would think, <laughs> I mean, animals do it sometimes, and it's not just to procreate. They just do it. Oh, yeah. There is an insect that does it all the time and they're not to procreate. No, and we have them in Alabama. If you drive through Dothan. They, they, they are flying. They're called love bugs. They and are just. They are flying and doing it, and it is not to mate. It is not to mate. They're just. We're making love. They call them love bugs for a reason. So if he has that thought process for an insect, y'all, why wouldn't he want me to delight in my spouse who he has chosen for me to be with, to be assigned to in alignment with and covenant with and has said that we are to become one. And the way we do that is through an act of sexual encounter why wouldn't he want us to enjoy it and then make a part on me that is specifically for my pleasure? Yep. I'm going to just let y'all think on yep. that for a second. So once again, if you 
don't prefer to do certain things because there's certain things I plan on discussing with my husband. Hey, I, I've heard about this. I don't, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. That's just my preference doesn't appeal to me. Okay. And it just being a discussion, but I'm not expecting everyone in the world to think or act in the manner that me and my husband They're not to supposed so to. It's between you and your husband. Bedroom. Our sexual preferences were made for us. Yes. So that's that's my take on it. That's both our takes on it. <laughs> so yes, y'all. Uh, basically, like I said at the beginning, this is not a straightforward yes or no. You really need to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, and find out if it's okay. I, I know it sounds odd. Um, I don't want to ask God, should I masturbate? Why not? Is what I would know. ask you. Yeah, really, fine. honestly, I can't, I really want to know why, why you shouldn't. Because if you are, that lets me know you may already feel shame about it. Actually, you 100% do. You because already feel shame about it. If you, there is something that you feel like you cannot talk, take to God. Yeah. Who already sees and knows. He already knows. Okay. Um, let me tell you, as Pastor P, is it PYJ? Uh, Pastor uh, YPJ. YPJ. I, I loved his sermon on David. If God knew that King David, whom had, is a man after his own heart. Says the Bible. Okay. Had a problem. And it was a problem. And to the point of. Y'all, I mean, we always say we want to be like King David. And it didn't dawn on me until Pastor YPJ mentioned it. I was like, oh, snap. He really did. He had a problem. Have a problem. He liked to have sex with a with lot, of, a lot, lot of, women. of women. Not just his wife or wives. Because God gave him wives and concubines. And concubines. <laughs> okay. Um, oh. That's going to be a whole nother topic. I ain't going to bring that up. I'll talk to you about this on offline. But anyways. <laughs> um, and they said, how did you know that King David was ill? And they said, when we put a, not a woman. A virgin. A virgin. In the bed with him. And he did not touch her. At his bedside. He didn't do nothing. That lets you know the man had a problem. They weren't sure if he was knocking on death's door. Is he dead? Well, I don't know. Would you go in there? Well, I, yeah, I went in there. I don't, I don't wanna. I don't know. Uh, uh, call Rebecca. See what she. <laughs> Tell her to come here. Becky with the good hair. Call her. <laughs> and go in there and just you don't got to do nothing. Just be by his bedside. Literally, just sit there and we yes. just want to see. Just sit. They next. called somebody in the room. To see if the man would have sex with him to see to know whether or not he was alive or dead. That lets you know David had a lustrous problem. Yes. But he still was a man after God's own heart. Lord Jesus. The difference was he went to God all the time. Yes. About everything. I'm pretty sure he went to him about this issue as well. Yes. So to say that you can't. I don't want to take this to God in prayer. You're shame written or you want to do what you want to do and you don't want to be told no. Yes. You don't want to be held to account. Period. And that's a bigger issue than the actual act. Either way, we got an issue. It's a problem. That, that is, that then becomes an act of rebellion. So you really got to ask yourself, 
And if you don't masturbate, this does not even pertain to you. Yeah. You well, go on. I hope you aren't sitting and condemning others yeah. that do. Yes. Because there is no need to do such thing. Because it's none of your business. Hey, God. It most certainly is not. That's his plan. I'm going to say it. It's none, none, none of your business. None of your business. So. But, <laughs> yes. Take it to God in prayer and be earnest about it and get an answer. And then going about your day, you'll be fine. Yes. So, T. Oh, you guys can follow me on Facebook for um, Lord Jesus. Facebook at Tanisha Williams and Instagram is Styles by Tanisha J. And as always, guys, you can follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Charmaine Kier. Also, go and check out the blog coming soon, starting next week. The blog will be posting every Friday. So, yay, we're back. Um, And if you're wanting to donate to this ministry, you can do so at paypal.me forward slash Sheila's podcast. Yes, yes. Help us to grow. And also to subscribe um, on all listening platforms that we're on, as well as give us some ratings. Um, Please, please subscribe, you guys, because this is how um, it it helps us to be found more easily. So when people search for us, we'll pop right up because we have ratings and because we have people who have subscribed. Um, And also, you can contact us via email at shelaughspodcast.com. Um, she last podcast at gmail.com um, we'd love to hear from you let us know how you much you are enjoying the podcast because I'm sure that you are you could always give us topics or questions we'd love to have um, some podcasts where we just help give advice on questions yeah you know there's nothing wrong with that and we will leave you anonymous yes if you want to be just let us know we won't say your name we can always make up one, you know, yeah. we have imaginations. <laughs> but, yeah, we would love to hear from you all. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed. See ya. See ya. Thanks again for listening. As always, we hope that you were blessed by today's discussion. To keep up with the latest on the She Labs podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at She Labs Podcast. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please feel free to send all donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs. And don't forget to send us your questions. As always, we love to hear from you. Until next time, stay blessed.